Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are, this is the Interpreter's Workshop Podcast. I'm Tim Curry, your host. Here we talk everything sign language interpreting. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the sideways of interpreting. If you're a student, a new interpreter, experienced interpreter, this is the place for you. If you want to know more, go to interpretersworkshop.com. Let's start talking interpreting. And now the quote of the day by William James, American philosopher and psychologist. Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. Today's episode is all about what we do, our decisions that we make as interpreters. Let's get started. Decision-making as an interpreter. This has been discussed many, many times, but I would like to go through it and try to break it down step by step. There are really only three steps in the decision-making process. One, we have to recognize what the problem is or the dilemma or the stimulus or the demand, which is normally used through the demand control schema, which was applied to our profession by Drs. Robin Dean and Robert Pollard. So we first have to identify what it is that is influencing our work. And then number two, we have to think of all the options that we can take or the actions or the decisions that we can take to alleviate this problem or to react to this stimulus. It may not be a decision at all. It may be the decision is not to do anything. But then we go to number three in this process. That would be the consequences. What happens if we do this option or that option? So we see the problem. We think of the options we have to do something and then the consequences of each of these options. And we decide which one is the right one for us in that situation. And then the next step in the process would be, is there a new stimulus, a new demand, a new dilemma that we have to now, again, react to in a certain way? The decision-making process is a skill that all of us have because we do this every day, not just in the interpreting profession, but we do this every day. We have some stimulus in our life that we have to make a decision about. For example, a really simple example, I'm hungry. So now I have to think my options are I can cook something, I can go to a restaurant, I can order something out, or I can not eat at all. Each of these have consequences that we know. Each of them will affect our financial budget. One may cost us more in money. Others might cost us more in time. Others may be more convenient than the other. All of those we take into consideration every day of our lives with simple decisions like this. And each of us have different skill sets or skill levels when it comes to making decisions. The different skill sets or the different tools that we have come from our experiences in life, not necessarily our age, but what we have encountered in our lives already that help us understand the pros and cons of the different options that we have to allow us to make the decision that best fits each situation. Our experience or our upbringing allows us to dismiss the silly options. It allows us to easily narrow down which option is best for us. The more experience we have in this particular dilemma or in this with this particular stimulus, 
allows us to make those decisions faster in almost a way that is effortless. And those skill sets that we bring come from our families, our teachers, the people around us, the things we have seen as we are growing older and older, from the culture of the family, from the norms of the family, the religious background we have. It also comes from the societal norms in our community. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. If you have any ideas for the podcast, contact me at interpretersworkshop.com. For now, let's go back. One of the problems we have is that our decision-making skill set may conflict with the profession's code of ethics. It's very difficult to make decisions when we're interpreting because many times the decisions we make have to be done quickly in a matter of seconds or less than a second. And sometimes we don't know what's right and what's wrong. Unfortunately, our codes of ethics don't always say this is the right decision, this is the wrong decision. It's merely a list of principles that we must follow or try to adhere to. Unfortunately, each of us have our own set of values, our own set of norms, cultural traditions, religious beliefs, which give us a different range, you might say, of what is right and what is wrong in each situation. And this applies to conversation etiquette, Greeting each other is different in each culture or in each community, and therefore it's hard for the codes of ethics to match each of these community norms, these values, these morals. And each individual interpreter has to decide and has to weigh or balance his own or her own morals with their ethical code. And we sometimes feel torn between the two because all our lives we've been really following more of a moral code and societal norm to make our decisions. And those decisions can be done really quick because we already are used to that. And we know this is right, that's wrong. But then now we have a list of ethics which don't always fit perfectly to what we are used to. The conflict comes in when we're trying to justify our actions or our decisions by using quotes from the code to justify our moral decisions. It feels as though we're doing something wrong or against the code of ethics because we followed more our skill set of decision making rather than the code of ethics. And so it, it just doesn't feel right. And that's why we get the conflict. That's why we, we say, okay, in our community, everybody shares the information and news that's going on between the neighbors, but the code of ethics says I have to have confidentiality at all times. Privacy is paramount. Saying hello to people in such a way that's normal may not fit as a, quote, professional, a neutral, impartial person or interpreter. Whereas if I wasn't an interpreter, I would be more open or perhaps I would be less open. Those conflicts between the code and the societal norm sometimes cause conflicts within us. I would say that instead of using codes of ethics, we should start looking towards how we actually make decisions. And the decisions of the interpreters should be based more on the norms of your society, your community, 
the communities that you are in right now as the interpreter. And what that means is you need to have a broader perspective, a broader experience of the different cultural norms in the communities that you're serving. Not just your own, the one that you have experienced all your life, but all of the ones around you as well, because you may be serving in those communities. So you need to know those norms. What is appropriate in those situations? And we need to be able to experience those situations even more than other service workers. This was touched upon in my interview with Bruce Cameron, the CODA interpreter from Scotland. You might go back to that episode and listen to where he talks about, let's do what's right when it comes to decision-making, ethical decisions. In order to do what's right, we need to know what the community that we're serving deems as right. So he also talked about how being immersed in the community and the language, the culture, helps us become better interpreters and understand what the community needs are before we can serve them. And such an immersion gives us more experience with the cultural norms, not just the language level, not just the, quote, culture level, but their discourse level, how they communicate with one another, how the authority balance is between different members of the society. When we're interpreting in any of these communities, we need to be able to understand and see the broad perspective that they have through their beliefs of what is the right thing to do. And we need to uphold ourselves to that standard to give our decisions more power and more confidence for each of the communities that we serve. I would say there are easy decisions and there are harder decisions when we're interpreting. There are the practical decisions, the professional level decisions, and the ethical decisions. I would say rather the ethical slash moral decisions, and they're mixed together, which is why sometimes we can easily make a decision about, say, where we stand when we're interpreting or the volume of our voice when we're interpreting into spoken language. All of those decisions are easier for us because they're practical and they are used in every situation. Whereas those that connect to morals or ethics in a community or a society, those are the ones we have to have experience with. Some of them will be the same throughout different communities, but we need to be sure and learn from every experience to know whether we need to adjust ourselves for the next time. We need to remember that one decision this time is not the same in the next situation that is similar. We can learn from every situation whether or not we have made the correct decision or the best decision for that outcome. As we become more experienced interpreting, the practical and professional decisions become easier. The ethical and moral decisions are the ones that take more time because we're working with people and we're working with different communities and those communities change over time. And therefore, we must be engaged with those communities we serve to learn what is changing, not just the language. That makes sense. We need to see how the language evolves so that we can adapt accordingly. 
but we also need to know moral or ethical or norms or values that are changing in those communities as well. Because that's how we can measure whether our ethical or moral decision making is done correctly. I hope today's episode gave you something to think about. If you'd like to leave me a comment, please go to interpretersworkshop.com. As always, please go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen and rate it, review it, subscribe, share with a friend. Every little bit helps support this channel. Take care now.